Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 17. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would understand our relationship with you better. We pray that we would understand prayer more, how we can talk to you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 17. And all the community of the Israelites set out from the desert of Sin for their journeys according to the command of Yahweh, and they camped in Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. And the people quarreled with Moses, and they said, Give us water so that we can drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test Yahweh? And the people thirsted for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why ever did you bring us up from Egypt to kill me and my sons and my cattle with thirst? And Moses cried out to Yahweh, saying, What will I do with this people? A little longer and they will stone me. And Yahweh said to Moses, Go on before the people and take with you some from the elders of Israel. And the staff with which you struck the Nile, take in your hand and go. Look, I will be standing before you there, on the rock in Horeb, and you will strike the rock, and water will come out from it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so before the eyes of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarrel of the Israelites, and because of their testing Yahweh by saying, Is Yahweh in our midst or not? And Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose men for us and go out. Fight against Amalek tomorrow. I will be standing on the top of the hill, and the staff of God will be in my hand. And Joshua did as Moses had said to him to fight with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And when Moses raised his hand, Israel would prevail. But when he rested his hand, Amalek would prevail. But the hands of Moses were heavy. And they took a stone and placed it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on each side, and his hands were steady until sundown. And Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And Yahweh said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in the scroll and recite it in the hearing of Joshua, because I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heavens. And Moses built an altar. And he called its name, Yahweh is my banner. And he said, Because a hand was against the throne of Yah, a war will be for Yahweh with Amalek from generation to generation. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 16, the people cried out for food, and God gave them manna, bread from heaven. Prior to that, the people cried out for water, because the water was bitter, and God solved that by having Moses throw in a log. But they have traveled on now, and are near Mount Sinai, when they camp, at Rephidim, where there is no water. So the people quarrel with Moses, and Moses says they are testing Yahweh. So Moses goes to Yahweh with the problem of the people. And Yahweh, instead of punishing the people for their quarreling with Moses, tells Moses how to provide them with water. God says to take the elders and his staff and go to a particular rock in Horeb and strike the rock and water will come out. So Moses did, and he renames the place after the quarreling of the people. Then 
the Amalekites attack Israel. So Moses told Joshua to lead the battle. Moses went up on a nearby hill. In this story, we don't have Yahweh telling Moses what to do, but it says that whenever Moses raised his hand, Israel would be winning the battle, but when he rested his hand, then Amalek would be winning. Some people have suggested that Moses was holding up his staff, although it doesn't say that specifically. So Aaron and Hur help Moses by supporting his hands so that he can hold them up until sundown, so that Israel can win. So Joshua won the battle with Amalek. Then Yahweh does speak and tells Moses to write down this event, because God will completely destroy Amalek in the future. This is the first time in the Bible that writing is mentioned. So Moses builds an altar, which he names Yahweh is my banner. I think the idea is a banner in war, because he's talking about how Amalek's attack on Israel was an attack on Yahweh, and Yahweh will see this battle to its conclusion. And now for a deeper dive. I mentioned when we talked about the manna that Jesus said he was the true bread from heaven. Well, Paul tells us that the rock that provided the water was Christ. And we could think about how the rock was struck to provide what the people needed to live. But I'm going to leave that thought and move on, because I wanted to talk about the Amalekites. Most people suggest that the Amalekites are descended from a grandson of Esau. This isn't 100% certain because the Amalekites are mentioned in a battle of the kings in Genesis 14, which was long before Esau was born. But Esau did have a grandson named Amalek, and it seems that Esau's descendants become leaders among the people of the area there, so it may be that they became known as the Amalekites, even though that people group had existed in the area long before Amalek was born. In any case, they show up here as the first battle that the Israelites faced. And instead of the battle being decided on the field, we are told that it was decided by Moses holding up his hands. That seems very strange. We could connect this with Moses holding his staff out to call plagues on Egypt or to part the Red Sea, but in those cases, God had told Moses to do those things with his staff, and in this case, it doesn't say Moses held up his staff, just his hand. And it doesn't say that God told him to hold up his hand. Clearly, this is showing that the strength of Israel is not based on their great strength and battlefield tactics. But is this just some superstition, like baseball players having to perform some set of gestures because they think that will cause them to perform better? I think that this is a picture of prayer. Clearly, the battle is won by God, not by Joshua, and obviously, Moses doesn't get credit just for raising his hands. And yet he does. And Aaron and her get credit for helping. That is prayer. We are actually making a difference in this world, causing victory. And yet, we cannot claim the credit because it is God doing the work. But God gives us this way to work with him. And we see the help in the prayer of Moses by Aaron and her. So we need to pray together with other people. Matthew 18, starting in verse 18, says, Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will be released in heaven. Again, truly I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth about any matter that they ask, it will be done for them from my Father who is in heaven. 
For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Now, the good thing here is that it is not superstition. We aren't forcing God to do our bidding by performing some series of motions or agreeing together on a thing. This is like a father asking his young son to direct him to drive home. They're going to get home, but the father may take a more interesting route because of the son's imperfect directions. But the father will make sure to get them safely home, and the son will get to be a part and learn in the process. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.